Hey, hello everyone, and welcome back to the Disability Channel Detroit. I am Zach Damon, and I am with the amazing, unstoppable Tracy, Tracy Schmidt. Tracy, thank you so much for being with us today. Oh, it is extraordinary to be with you, Zach, today. Uh, all the way in Detroit. I love the way TV shrinks our world and puts us with each other. <laughs> oh, absolutely. I mean, you know, Detroit, we're a neighbor, uh, you know, of the great North, great country of Canada. And of, of course, we're all big sports fans, right? So, I mean, you know, you're an amazing athlete. I mean, do you mind if I jump in here? Because you've done so many great things. Wonderful. So, well, thank you. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, so I just want to talk, you know, for those uh, that are tuning in, I mean, Tracy, uh, you are commonly referred to as Unstoppable Tracy, of course, and rightly so, but you are, again, a Canadian athlete, a motivational speaker, uh, an educator, many, many different things, but most importantly, you are a quadro amputee, and regardless of that, you've won a bronze medal in the Alpine Downhill Paris Skiing Competition at the Ontario Parasport Games, and you were inducted into the Canadian Disability Hall of Fame, and that's just a few of the things that we're going to be talking about today. But Tracy, I wanted to know from you, what was it uh, that got you uh, just sort of into athletics uh, early on? You know, I think uh, what's interesting is actually in school, they didn't even include me in phys ed. Kindergarten to grade five, I, I didn't have phys ed. And mm. as somebody that's a skier, a scuba diver, a mountain climber, a kayaker, all these sports, it seems kind of unusual that I wasn't in phys ed in school. But the bonus was, you know, in kindergarten, I got grade one art. And in grade one, I got grade one and grade two art. And so I just got the double art. So I'm actually the, the artist behind this board behind me and lots of other paintings. So I, I love my phys ed side, my athlete side, actually an international athlete. I'm in World Cup regattas. I love that you called out my Ontario, uh, which is actually a national Canadian Alpine downhill, but my claim to fame is sailing. I've yeah. sailed with 27 able-bodied men at an Olympic class qualifier in Melbourne, Australia. Uh, oh, and yeah. everybody had their hands and their legs. Everybody was considered able-bodied. No, no visible disabilities like myself. Sure. Like I've always loved water and swimming. And so was always naturally uh, interested in being busy and physical. Yeah. And I'm trying to think. So it, when I was getting some new legs in a prosthetic clinic, at the time, it was called the Ontario Crippled Children's Center. Mm. They would never call it that today, which is so funny. It's a reflection of our times in the 70s. And there was an 18-year-old that came in a waiting room and asked the receptionist, you know, I'm a sailor and there are no sailing clubs for people with disabilities in Canada. Mm. Can you please give me a list of names of people with disabilities? And of course, the receptionist said, for privacy, I can't share any names. But I was so lucky that I had outgrown my kindergarten prosthetic legs. And I was yeah. in the right place. And I'm like, I'll go. I'll go sailing with you. Yeah. And yeah. so she took me along with her other able-bodied kids in the summer sailing program. Sure. And I failed, actually. Really? 
I, I, you know, I have no legs above my knees and I'm mm -hmm. missing my arms. So I'm missing my left arm above elbow and my right side, I'm missing my hand, but I have a bit of an arm, not a full arm, but uh, it's the full length of an arm of sorts. Sure. Um, uh, so I'm top heavy, right? Like two thirds of my body weight. And then I don't have any legs. So every time there was a wave or some wind, I fall out of the boat. Oh no. So, and that's what people would say. Oh no. <laughs> You know, and I knew the parts of the boat and I knew the points of sail, but I failed because it turns out you got to be able to stay in the boat to get your <laughs> right to level one. Sure, sure. Well, and and I mean, yeah. And I mean, you bring up, um, you know, an interesting point because sailing is super dangerous. I mean, those boats are going, you know, very fast, cutting through the water. And I mean, if you go overboard, I mean, people can get run over. I mean, not to be you know, morbid about it, but it's a very, very dangerous thing. And so, uh, you know, my goodness, I mean, that also must have been, you know, a scary experience, but you persevered. Yeah, a lot of people like to say, oh, Tracy, you're like, no excuses, no limits, no fear. And, mm -hmm. and it's actually not true. Like, I definitely have fear, <laughs> right? You know, being fearless is actually not without fear. Mm. It's doing it Although you are crying, although you are scared, although you are petrified, although you have no idea how you're going to stay in a boat for in this example, but it's doing it anyway. And, and uh, so I went back and I learned how to balance in the boat. But the bonus was like I had to figure out looking ahead. I had to figure out how to read the water so I could balance in the boat and not fall out of the boat. Well, that right. reading the water and healing and hiking on a boat, they were advanced study skills. Mm. So my second summer, I got my bronze four and all the other kids, they got their white sail level two. Wow. And then I got my white sail level three, two, one. I gotcha. just got my advanced study backwards. Mm -hmm. but it, it, it pushed me into reading the wind, reading the water, learning some high performance skills sure. so that I could sail with 27 handsome Vikings, <laughs> <laughs> attractive like you, but most of them were blonde and big muscles <laughs> and all able-bodied. And, sure. uh, and here I was in Melbourne at an Olympic class regatta Amazing. qualifier for Olympics. Wow. And yes, I was at the London 2012 trials and at the Rio 2016 trials for sailing and skiing, but not skiing for London, but, uh, the, I got to sail with able-bodied folks who would have guessed yeah. the girl who failed would be sailing with all these able-bodied, even if I came last, right? 30 mm -hmm. out of 30, right? I would have been 30th in the world, men, women, black, white, tall, small, lesbian, bi, gay, trans, queer, with a disability, yeah. without a disability. Yeah. And, and I wasn't last. Uh, mm. I came seventh. Wow. And uh, and I was just practicing my start line for the Paralympic trials Rio. Mm. Wow. Amazing. And I mean, such a history too. I mean, you even uh, moved to Florida to be able to train uh, more. Uh, in the sport and, and do well. So how has it been, you know, living in Florida and training? I mean, have you enjoyed that? 
I certainly enjoyed that. And, and, you know, uh, when this show airs, it will be a recent past, but currently Miami Dade has a horrific condo crash going on mm. uh, that blindsided some folks. And I have my, my gold Olympic coach and, uh, and his life partner have some people they know where five people died in that, that condo. And um, uh, so it, it, you say, was that fond memories? It was. And, you know, Magnus is now like a brother to myself. Mm -hmm. uh, but it, it, he didn't pay attention to me for months. I had right. to sleep in my car, hiding in his boatyard for three months, where I was washing and waxing his boats for three months. I was kind of inspired by Karate Kid, but instead of cars, it was boats. Washing That's right. Waxing boats before I oh finally my got Magnus to say, Come on, let's go wow. sailing. Well, and just another example, though, of, you know, your tenacity uh, and your ability uh, to push through. And we're going to take a quick break, folks. And when we come back, we'll have more with Tracy Smith.